Welcome into the GC Live post-game show. South Carolina takes care of North Carolina State. And now the Gamecocks are just one win away. Just one win away from advancing to Supers. Mike Eubel alongside me is the one and only intern Joe. And Joe, let's just start with what we saw tonight in terms of USC continuing from an offensive standpoint. We knew, and we talked about this last night, we weren't expecting USC to put up the 19 runs that they did last night against Central Connecticut State. Offensively, though, especially early on, you saw that home run from Wimmer. They were able to do just enough, just enough. And you knew the pitching would have to continue. They would have to continue to be as strong as they were the night before. And that's exactly what we saw from the Gamecocks today. Yeah, Mike, they got it done. They scored early. Um, shout out to Wimmer for that home run. I think that was huge, carrying momentum into the rest of the game. And the pitching staff, I was really impressed with Chris Beach coming in, shut it down in the ninth, um, doing what he does best. I think he established himself as the closer from here on out um, when you know he, he has the durability to do so, and I think Beach does um, down the road. So it's always exciting to see. I was also impressed with Eli Jones. Um, although he struggled a little bit, he was able to get things back on track. Mahoney looked good um, for the most part. A uh, couple base hits led to a couple runs. That happens. But I, I, good baseball all around for South Carolina. Good on the bullpen to close it, come in, close it down in the clutch. Um, and then you're playing tomorrow. Yeah, and you look at the offensive statistics from South Carolina tonight, and if you're just joining us, former Gamecock Andrew Eister will be joining us momentarily. Andrew was at the game tonight, so he is heading out to his car. He said, hey, can you give me a couple minutes? Just want to get back to my car to make sure I'm good. But Eister will be joining us to share his thoughts, which, look, again, and we, we talked about this. This NC State team, this NC State team was a team that, had it taken away from them two years ago, right? They had it taken away from them. They did not have that opportunity to play Vandy in that game that would have allowed them to play in a college world series championship series. So I said all that because they had experience. What you were going up against tonight was nothing, nothing like what you did last night. And while you did win tonight, and while you are into the driver's seat heading into Sunday, something that USC was not two years ago. You have to be able to finish this now. You're in the driver's seat. You have everything going your way. Offensively, you've been able to figure things out. Pitching-wise, you've been able to do everything needed from these first two games in this regional. So everything that you were looking for from USC in these first two games, they've done exactly that. You see the statistics tonight, what USC was able to do at the plate, was it anything like what we saw last night? Certainly not. Certainly not. And you would hope that the plate discipline can get better, right? You look at some of that. Yeah, they were able to draw, draw nine walks, 13 strikeouts, though. This USC team, they were able to find some good from last night, and it carried over into today. Is everything perfect? Is everything sunshine and rainbows? No, but it's baseball. It's baseball. It's not always going to be the exact same that you saw from the night before. And with this USC team today, we saw it. We saw Wimmer step up. We saw Wimmer. Here's a guy that was drafted a year ago that had the opportunity to go play Major League Baseball. But instead, he came back. One of three Gamecocks that were drafted last year. 
And to be in the situation that he is today, and he hits that home run to give you that early spark, that's what you're looking for out of your seniors. That's what you're looking for out of a leader like Wimmer. So again, for South Carolina to take advantage early on, we talked about that in turn, Joe. We talked about it last night. It wasn't just about going out here and, you know, hey, do what you got to do. They were able to get those two runs early in that third inning. They tack on another four, of course, in the fifth. And that was really where the game went their way. I know NC State was able to score three in the sixth, but to be able to score those two runs in the third inning, it really set the tone. And I want to give a lot of credit to it to last night. I don't think that happens unless South Carolina has the offensive production that they had last night. I don't think that happens today. No, as early as it did. Absolutely. No, I agree. I mean, we talk about momentum in college baseball, how big it is. Um, just go, go out and score 19 last night. Obviously, it wakes up the bats. You're feeling good. You sleep well. Go into tonight. and Six runs is plenty. I mean, it, it's an offensive outpouring, like you said, Mike. It put the game out of reach. I mean, the, the three runs that NC State scored, I mean, they, you knew they were going to need two innings as we were joined by our guest. Ice, how's it going, big dog? <laughs> it's going well. It's going well. Sorry, this is uh... – a. This is the best lighting I can do right now. But yeah, that's uh, all right, man. You were you were at the game. We we told we told the viewers that you were at the game tonight. And again, joining us now, former Gamecock outfielder Andrew Eister. We appreciate you joining us because I know you were at the game tonight. And Ice, <laughs> I know you're very close with a lot of these guys still on this team. Just your overall thoughts about what you saw from South Carolina tonight. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a, I thought it was a pretty complete performance tonight. Um, you know, I think, I think last night, which I, I was not able to be there last night, but I think last night they got a little, uh, little of that mojo back that they were playing with early in the season, and and, and carried that into today. Um, you know, Jack, Jack looked incredible for for five innings. And really, you take away three three batters, and I mean, that was just a, a gem that he threw. It, it reminded me of, uh, of playing behind some of uh, some of Brett Carey's starts that he had in, in his time here. Um, but, again, just a lot of uh, timely hitting, um, great defense, like some, some awesome awesome plays on defense, um, you know, by Wimmer and Cassis and, and some others. And it, it was a, it was an all-around pretty, pretty solid performance, I thought. When you think back to two years ago, right? You guys have an opportunity, of course, to be able to win on Saturday and play in that Sunday game up in the winner's bracket. This team's able to do that now. Obviously, the situation much different compared to two years ago. What's that mindset now? Because it's like, all right, hey, we're in the winner's bracket. All we have to do now is win one game. You're in that state of mind. Like, what, what do you think's going through the players' minds right now? Is it, you know, hey, we're one game away, or is it, hey, we got to make sure we keep our, our foot on the pedal? Yeah, no, definitely. It's, you know, I think I think it's a little of both. You know, it's you you don't want to you don't want to have to play that that extra game if you don't if you don't have to. Um, and you know, I remember I remember when we were in the regional two years ago, it was kind of deflating losing that second game because you're like, because you you know, you're you know you got to play, you got to play four. And, and, you know, no one's played four games in a weekend the whole year. And, you know, after, after three games in a weekend, you know, your body's toast, your mind's toast. You're just you, – you're ready for a little break. And so so playing four is tough. It's tough on you. And uh, so I'm, I'm sure these guys just want to come out tomorrow and just and put it to them and, and, and get out of there. Get out of there as, as regional champions and, and 
and you know move on next weekend. What's this weekend like though, Ice? Because you know you guys are used to playing three game series, but at the same time too, you're not going up against the same teams. You're not going up against the same players every day. I know you weren't a pitcher, but the point being is you're you're not going up against the same you know, that routine of playing, you know, Team X. You're going up against Team X, Y, and Z. For South Carolina to be in the situation that they're in right now, to be up 2-0, and I say 2-0, I mean, going into this this third game now, the confidence has to be – I know it's so cliche to say, but the confidence has to make some type of difference in a regional like this, right? Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, and, and, you know, Getting getting to play someone someone new every day, I, I think makes it a little more exciting. That's I, that's one of the reasons why playoff baseball is so much fun. Um, but yeah, it's it's again, it's such a momentum game, and 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 to, to get these first two wins, it you know it, it puts it puts us at such an advantage going into tomorrow. And I think I think all those guys are feeling it right now, and and, and I think they're going to come out tomorrow excited um, and and ready to whoop up <laughs> whoop up on uh, whoever it ends up uh, being. So I'm, I'm sure they're, I'm sure, you know, they're, they're, they're all super excited to be in the position that, that they're in right now. Yeah. Ice, you were there tonight. How much of a, an advantage was Founders Park tonight? Oh my gosh. Yeah. When, when, when Founders Park is like it is tonight, when it's slam packed, man, there's, it, it's hard to have a much more of a home field advantage than, than, uh, than we did tonight, man. It's, those guys are, are, are so lucky to be able to play in this kind of environment and, and, you know, I was lucky to be able to do it too for a few years, and, and it's, it's, it's like no other, no other place in America. And it's, it's, again, it's, it's, it's so exciting. It, there's so much energy, um, so much passion in that stadium for for Gamecock baseball. It's, it's so much fun to to be around. And real quickly, because Lynn put it out there tonight, Florida did lose. Just taking a little peek again, not trying to get too ahead of ourselves, but of course, if South mm-hmm. Carolina is <laughs> able to win their regional. They're paired up with Florida's region, and Florida fell tonight to Texas Tech. So Florida will have to play tomorrow at noon against UConn, and they're going to have to win. Now, if they advance, they're going to beat Texas Tech twice if they beat UConn tomorrow. So, again, just to look ahead just a little bit, but, of course, South Carolina has to take care of business tomorrow. With that being said, Ice, you're going into a game like this tomorrow. You understand what's on the other side of it. How the hell do you stay focused? How the hell don't you look further knowing, okay, you know, because during this tournament, I want you to be honest with me, and I feel like you will because you're not a player anymore. You're not going to give us the generic play. <laughs> you gave us some stories on foul balls, Mike. With this, yeah. with, this, with this going on right now, okay, you play a game tonight. You have to play tomorrow now. Are you on your phone at all? I mean, we, we understand the social media era. I mean, it's growing. I mean, you're on your phone 24-7. A lot of these guys, you try to do your best during the season. Are you paying attention at all? Do you know that Florida lost tonight? What do you do to try to distance yourself knowing like, hey, we have to win tomorrow. All this other stuff means absolutely nothing. How do you distance yourself? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, everyone knows what's going on right now. It's, it's you know, every all these guys are baseball guys. Everyone, you know, went – when these guys leave the field, they're probably going home and watching other games. That's how it is during this time. Um, you know, it's just – it's fun to watch baseball. It's fun to watch these other teams and what's going on in these other regionals. So, like, they definitely know what's going on. Um, you know, you just got you just got to focus on winning tomorrow. Um, and, again, I, I know 
I know after after Florida losing tonight, it's you know it starts to, to become apparent. You know, there's there's a you know there's a possibility we might be hosting a super regional here, and that's and that's awesome. That's exciting. Um, but yeah, definitely can't let that get in the way of tomorrow. Tomorrow you just, you just show up. They just gotta show up tomorrow um, with the mindset of, of <laughs> just winning this game and 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 again moving on to next weekend. And and if we get if we end up uh, being able to host here a super regional, that's that's awesome. I don't know I don't know how long it's been. Um, I know it's been a little while. Um, but I mean, that'd be awesome for, for Columbia. Awesome for the program. And, and I, I hope that's how it ends up, but I know those guys are just going to come tomorrow and, and focus on winning the game tomorrow. Ice, how much does it help? Um, like, cause obviously we saw South Carolina score 19 runs last night. How much does it help to have the bats alive and, and have an offense outpouring like you did last night? How much does that help in a game like tonight and, and going into tomorrow as well? Yeah. I mean, I think last night definitely, um, help with momentum for today um yeah i mean scoring scoring 19 runs is hard not to have confidence offensively um again and, and pitching and defensively i knew it, was, it ended up being 19 to 1 so it, it's after after a day like yesterday um you know as a team it, it's it's really hard not to be super confident going into the day after so again i'm sure i'm sure those guys came in today feeling good and i know they're going to come in tomorrow feeling good too ice you mentioned you know how long it's been uh 2016 is the last time South Carolina hosted a Super Regional. Now, granted, again, you know, that, that, they've made a Super Regional before that. I think you were yeah. part of that team, right? Going to Arkansas. No, that was, that was the year, that was the year before I got here. Okay. I missed it by one year. Look, it felt like you were here forever, especially with that COVID <laughs> season. Everything throws me off a little bit. But, I, but I, say, I say all that because, again, number one, the thing that is the most important, South Carolina has to take care of business tomorrow. And then, hey, we'll see what happens with Florida. I asked Jonathan Gilreath this last night, and I know you were part of this team last year. And I know during the season, I mean, look, we're not going to ask you this from a media standpoint. And we, Granny Reese, a Watch Fox viewer back in the day, appreciate you, Granny. Um, we we would never ask you this question, but as players, and, and like you said, you guys know what's going on. There's been a lot of stuff said about Mark Kingston over the last couple of years. And this was something going back to when you were there. Who knows what will happen as things play out. But obviously, if they're able to get to Supers, that will you think that would help out a lot. As a player, I'm sure you guys are aware of that. How much is that added motivation there to be able to help your co- coach out in any way you can? Because if South Carolina can get to that Super, that could essentially save his job potentially. Again, I don't know what the things will lay out and I'm not saying that he would lose his job, but there's been a lot of things out there and you, I, I know, you know, getting to know Mark personally, I know you've obviously get to know Mark very good from your, your experience with him, um, what he means to this program. But again, just that added motivation. Yeah. I mean, I think, again, I think it just comes down to these guys, you know, it, they, they've had, they've had you know, a lot of highs this season, some lows, you know, t- towards the end of the season and, and, you know, I, I think there's a bunch of winners on that team, and and that's what they're focused on. Man, they're focused on on coming out and winning ball games, especially this time of year. Um, and and you know they they have, you know, th- this team's got their their eyes on Omaha, I think. And and you know they they, they just got to take it step by step, and this is one of those steps. And um, you know, I think again, they're just they're focused on winning ball games, and and focused on doing what it takes to win ball games. And and I just I think that's what they're what's on their mind, and and. Yeah, that's, probably, that's probably about the only thing on their minds right now. What do you think they learned? Because I know, obviously, this team, they've had some transfers. They have some young guys in here. 
but the guys that you had a chance to play with, and I don't know how often you talk with some of those guys that are still on the team. What do you think those guys that were still here from two years ago took from having that experience to go through postseason play, come up short, and now have an opportunity to go through it again and play at Founders Park and now be one game away from making it to Supers? Yeah, I mean, I think I think they remember – I'm sure they remember, you know, how awesome it was to to be able to play here and 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 you know be hosting, be hosting a regional. And they probably also remember how how bad it sucked to be uh, to be getting knocked out of your own regional. So, um, you know, I'm sure I'm sure they took they took both those things into consideration and and re- remember all those feelings uh, that were involved two years ago. And uh, so, you know, again, it's I, I think I think they were, you know, it, it was it's a heck of an opportunity to be able to come back here and do it again. I'm sure they're excited and, and I know they don't want to have that feeling again of, 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 uh, you know, having to finish their season here at Founders. So, um, again, <laughs> I don't think anyone in those stands wants to feel that again. So we're hoping that, you know, we, we don't have to worry about that tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. Mike, I, I, I'm honest. I got this. Yeah. I'm honest. I'll- Ice. I mean, I'll let you. I'll let you get going in a little bit, Ice. But I mean, shoot, this this has to be a pretty neat feeling, though, as an alum. I mean, we know the history of USC baseball, right? It's not like this is a program that has never reached super supers before. But look, the reality is, this program it you know it took a hit. It it, it took a hit. You were part of helping getting it back into the right direction, and now they are one game away from reaching a supers again. What does that mean? as someone that has gone through this program to be able to see this program, get back on track. And again, job's not done, but to be this close now after two nights in regional play. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome, man. It's, you know, there, there's a, there's a little bit of, of jealousy that goes along with that because, you know, I, I would love to be, to be down with those guys, <laughs> a part of this team. Um, you know, with that being said, it, it is, I do get to, to enjoy some, like some beers at these games, which is, that's a, that's a plus of not being a, not being down there anymore, but, um, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to, to be in the stands and, uh, and watching these guys and seeing all the success they're having. Um, you know, especially right now, these last few days. And it's, again, as, as much as I'd love to be down there, um, it's so much fun getting to watch too. So, so, I, you know, I know I'm enjoying it and, and I see a lot of guys that I played with out there, a lot of guys that played before me and, and I know they all feel the same way. Last question for, and I'll let you get going. We appreciate you joining us tonight, Andrew. Put your coach hat on. What would you tell right. these guys? What would you tell these guys tonight? You know, between now and getting ready for tomorrow. I mean, just get a good night's sleep, man. Get a good night's sleep. Come back, focus, and you know, have the same routine that you've had the last couple of days. Because what you, what we've been doing the last few days has been working, and 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 you know what. It, I think we just got to keep it up and do what we've been doing because we played some real good baseball the last two days. And, uh, you know, if we do, if we play tomorrow, like we did, like we did today, like we did yesterday, then I think we have a really good chance of winning and, and uh, being able to play next weekend too. So that'd be my advice. Keep it simple. I said, do have one more question. Did you have any superstitions in these kind of games and did you keep them up? Like what, what, what's the, what's the word with superstitions in games like these? <sighs> I, I wish I could give you a little more interesting answer, but I was not very superstitious. I, I had my routines. I, you know, I had, I had my pregame routines, you know, in the cage on the field. Um, you know, as, as far as superstitions, though, I, I wish I could give you some, uh, 
<laughs> something a little juicier, but I didn't have much, man. Yeah. All good. Well, Ice, hey, we appreciate you. going to be in the building tomorrow for the game? Yeah, I'll be around. I'll be around. All right. Well, hey, keep it going, man. Keep the good luck going because we don't want to see a Monday game. We don't want to see no. a Monday game. No. Just take no, care of business I, tomorrow. I do not want to be at Founders Park on Monday. Hell yes. I think a lot I think a lot of people would agree. The weather was awesome tonight, but uh, you know, people gotta work on Monday. So yes, you know, sir. we don't want people calling out. Andrew Eisery, appreciate you, buddy. Well uh well hope hey USC keeps going on a deeper run. We'll hope to have you back on this. How how's that sound? We'll get Absolutely. Sounds too. like a plan. Sounds like a plan. Awesome. Andrew, appreciate you hopping on. Andrew Eister, once again, former Gamecock, hopping on with us on this post-game show as South Carolina is able to take care of business of North Carolina State tonight. And again, a lot of good stuff. We had we had Jonathan Gilworth on last night. I thought there was a lot of interesting things that he mentioned. Talked yep. about Will Sanders being able to get a, you know, quote-unquote rehab start. We hear from Eister. And this is the stuff that Again, it's not something that you're not aware of, mm-hmm. but it's good to hear it from a player, which is these guys know what the hell's going on, right? You know, my ass, Colin Taylor, someone goes into a post-game press conference and you're asking these guys, they're going to give you the generic BS answers. Oh, you know, we're not paying attention, this and that. They're freaking paying attention. They're not freaking robots. I mean, come on, come on. And I'm so glad Ice, I'm so glad Eister said all that because that's the God's honest truth. They know friggin' Florida run tonight. They know what the hell is going on across college baseball. They know what they have to do. They know what happened in the Campbell Central Connecticut State game today. They know exactly what's took place today across college baseball, the landscape of it. They're going to go back. They're going to go on this friggin' thing, and they're going to find out everything that happened today. That's just the reality of it. With that all being said, with that all being said, and I said it best, just get a good night's sleep tonight. Get a good night rest. Because, look, as good as it's been the last two days, as good as it's been, how many times? I mean, shoot, just think about it two years ago when South Carolina uh, hosted a regional. Again, they weren't the team to be in the situation, but think about the team that they had to play, Virginia. Virginia beat them in the elimination bracket, right? In the loser's bracket. They came up, and they end up friggin' winning two times. And they end up winning the regional. And then what happened? They won supers. Mm-hmm. On your own friggin' field. On your own friggin' field because of the COVID restrictions back in 2021. So I say that because, again, I'll never forget that 2021 season. I'll never forget the sight on the infield, the seniors out there on the tarp after the game. Because it was friggin' pouring afterwards. And they were just sitting there just watching everything. I hope to God, because I know there were juniors at the time, but I hope there were some sophomores, I hope there were some freshmen that watched that scene. And they were like, you know what, shit. I I hope we're in a situation where we're not like this. We're not like this. We're able to get over that hump. Because they had the talent two years ago. They really did. This team, there's no question There's no question they have the talent. There's no question they have the talent. And like I said last night, before last night's game against Florida, you have to go all the way back to April 20th against Florida to find the last time USC scored in double digits before last night's win against Central Connecticut State. They put up 19 freaking runs last night. No errors. No errors. No errors. And on top of that, you were able 
to play a very, very clean game. Only gave one run. So I say all that because this South Carolina team, it's not just from an offensive standpoint. Again, what we saw tonight, and I'll pull it up again in turn, Joe, because I think it's important to show, right? You look at what South Carolina was able to accomplish tonight. And let's pull it back up. The statistics from tonight's game, you get to see some free ads in there too because this is just how the internet is these days. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, look at that. Look at what they did offensively, right? Eight hits, six runs. Drew a lot of walks, okay? Look at the pitching. Mahoney, six innings. And that's the other thing too. That's the other thing too. South Carolina, I believe... They've only used seven pitchers so far through two games. Mm-hmm. This bullpen, and it's not just using seven pitchers. Will Sanders, he only pitched an inning last night. Veach, less than an inning tonight. You see that? Veach only went up against two batters. USC's bullpen is as good as it could be through two games. And when I mean as good in turn, Joe, I'm talking about as healthy as deep this is a team and we've talked about this before at this time of the year it's not the best teams don't always win i mean let's just call for what it is at this time of the year the best teams don't always win it's how deep your bullpen can be how deep can your pitching staff be usc certainly has the talent i'm not taking anything away from usc's talent but you can have all the talent in the world. If your pitching staff, if your bullpen is not as deep at this time of the year, you're going to get exposed. You're going to get exposed. And the fact that you've only used three ga- three guys today, four guys last night, you've only used seven freaking pitchers through two games, this is everything you could have asked for. Never mind the fact that you've won, which is the most important part, but you've only used seven pitchers, and Veach has only pitched freaking two and thirds innings? And then last night, Will Sanders only pitched one inning? Are you kidding me? I mean, you head into tomorrow, and who knows what the situation will be, right? You're hoping you're in a situation where it will we'll capewalk. But if you have to use Will Sanders tomorrow, he's ready to go. Will Veach be ready to go again if needed? I, I think if you're, if you're South Carolina, you're hoping that the series finishes off tomorrow. But if you need to use Veach, I think you use him for potentially that Monday game. But, I mean, shoot, you have to be loving where you're at right now. I mean, this is, again, we said this last night, but now two games under the belt, this is as perfect between the wins being number one, but the bullpen number two, this is as perfect as it could have gone for USC. Yeah, Mike, I mean, you talk about how much the NCAA tournament relies on bullpen depth. I mean, South Carolina probably has one of the deepest bullpens in all of college baseball we haven't seen Matthew Becker yet we haven't seen a Kate Austin yet this bullpen is really 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 deep and like you said getting Veach for you know two-thirds of an inning Veach is ready to go tomorrow um their bullpen is really 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 deep again like we like we've been saying it's it's clutch and then depending on who you have go out tomorrow I'm assuming it's going to be Becker because Eli Jones threw tonight um Matthew Becker is the guy that you want going into that game tomorrow. Um, you could also throw a James Hicks. I don't think you want to do that. Uh, but, 
yeah, Becker going into tomorrow. I think that that's the guy. Uh, it's going to be big. He's going to shut him down. I I would think. It, it, it also too depends on who you play. I think it, yeah, it is to your favor that you know the team that you were playing has to play two games. Right? Can we just say we, we just say this and then we'll hit our ads real quick? If you're South Carolina, and I know this goes without saying, and some people are going to be like, "Why the hell are you even saying this?" You have to. You have to be thinking. Let's just end this tomorrow. Yes. You can't be thinking about Monday. You can't be thinking about all right. Well, we'll have this guy if we need. Monday. No, no, no. You got to go out there and just take care of business tomorrow. You cannot give. You cannot give. Whether that be Campbell, right? Whether that be uh, NC State tonight, because these two teams will be playing tomorrow. You cannot give an ounce of oxygen to either team tomorrow night. You have to put this one away. You saw so these. Did. Yeah. So these two teams are going to be playing tomorrow. They're going to be freaking exhausted especially NC State. Now, I will say this. I would not be shocked to see Campbell beat NC State tomorrow because they were able to find some momentum after beating Central Connecticut State today, right? Down 5 nothing. They cut it to 5-1. They hit a grand slam in the seventh to tie it up with two outs, and then they go on and score another five runs in the eighth. I would not be shocked. I would not be shocked to see Campbell come out of that loser's bracket. Now, with that being said, whether it's Campbell, whether it's NC State, you cannot, especially Campbell. But again, NC State has experience. We've talked about this before. They got friggin' hosed of an opportunity to go friggin' play in the College World Series a couple of years ago because of the COVID protocols in 2021. But these are two teams that you just cannot, you cannot afford to give them any opportunity of life you just can't yep. and i said this going into it in the in the region's not done right the last time there was a regional in columbia south carolina of course with the two seat but south carolina lost to virginia who they beat earlier and virginia came out of the losers bracket and they were able to win the regional and they eventually won the supers as well and played in the college world series so i say that because at this point at this point you cannot, you cannot afford to screw anything up. You're in a perfect position. You're in a perfect position right now. And I think if you're South Carolina, you have to recognize, hey, you know what? Offensively, was it the same like it was on Friday night? No, certainly not. But we were able to ride off of some of that momentum, especially early on, and we have to do that again. And, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit. Because we'll get into the the next game, kind of looking ahead. And again, obviously, we don't know exactly who it will be. But uh, in turn, Joe, let's uh, let's head into those uh, those ad reads real gotcha. quick. We'll start off with our good friends over at Liberty Tax. Gotcha. Our good friends over at Liberty Tax. As I pull this up. Yeah, Mike. Tax anxiety is that uncertain feeling you get doing before right before doing your taxes, but you don't have to go through it alone. The tax team at Liberty Tax in Irma, Lexington, and Columbia will walk you through the process, clear up any confusion, guarantee you'll get the biggest possible refund or your money back. It's tax time, Mike. If you're in a hurry for your refund, call the tax team at Liberty Tax. Fast, accurate, and guaranteed. On the other hand, if you think you might be owing Uncle Sam, talk to the Liberty Tax team to make sure you're not paying more than you should owe. They'll find every possible deduction for you. Locally owned and operated, staffed by tax professionals from your neighborhood, open 9 to 9 on weekdays, 9 to 5 on Saturdays with multiple service options. 
start through the Liberty Tax mobile app or through the desktop portal, make an appointment, or just walk in, give a call to upload your tax documents. And when you come in, your return will be ready to review and sign. Give them a call. Their number is on screen right now, 803-462-5576. Once again, their number is 803-462-5576. And today's show is also brought to you by our good friend, Clint Hammond over at the Movement Mortgage. Clint has helped out so many people throughout the Columbia area and beyond. He helped out our very own Wes Mitchell here at On3, as well as former Gamecock quarterback and captain Perry Orth. If you need to buy a new home and you want to make that process a hell of a lot easier for you, give Clint a call at 803-771-6933. Again, that is Clint Hammond over at the Movement Mortgage. He has been a longtime supporter of not just Gamecock Central, but as well as our shows here on GC Live. Now, a couple questions real quick that people are asking tonight. If South Carolina wins tomorrow and Florida doesn't, because again, Florida lost tonight. If you're just joining us, they lost to Texas Tech. So the Gators fall now to the loser's bracket. They're going to have to beat UConn in order to get out of that loser's bracket. And then they're going to have to beat Texas Tech twice tomorrow, um, or at least beat them once, and then they're going to have to play on Monday. You get the point. But uh, if South Carolina does get out of the regional and Florida does not, yes, USC will host the Super Regional, which has not happened since 2016. Now, South Carolina has played in a Super Regional since then, but they have not hosted a Super Regional since 2016. So this would be huge for USC. But again, like we were talking with Eister, you have to control what you can. And the bottom line is South Carolina has to go out there. They have to take care of business tomorrow. Right, whether you're playing NC State, whether you're playing Campbell, two teams that you can't sleep on. Campbell, they laid an egg that first game again against NC State, and I don't know how much you saw it, uh, intern Joe. NC State, their defense against Campbell that first game on Friday, mm-hmm. my goodness, the no. outfielders were playing out of their freaking minds. I mean, it looked like freaking Willie Mays Hayes. I felt like I was watching Major League. They were just making catch after catch after catch. So, again, you know that they're capable of doing some good things. Campbell, again, even though they were behind early against NC State on Friday, excuse me, even though Campbell was behind NC State, yes, on Friday, they still were able to make a game of it because they rallied back. And what we saw from Campbell today against Central Connecticut State, this is a team that even when they are in a hole, they were down freaking 5 nothing today. The freaking Camels, they fought back. They fought back. And they put up 10 runs and back-to-back innings. So I say all that because, again, as good as freaking peachy and rainbow, whatever you want to say, as good as things are right now for South Carolina on this Saturday night as we approach just over 10 o'clock now on June 3rd, things are great. Things are great. Are we going to be saying the same things come 10 o'clock tomorrow night? Are we going to be saying the same things come 10 o'clock on Monday night? You have to take care of business tomorrow. You have to take care of business. There's nothing that I say right now that is going to be rocket science. There's nothing that intern Joe's going to say that isn't what anyone else that is watching this show tonight. We appreciate everyone watching, whether it be on YouTube, whether it be on Facebook, whether it be on Twitter. You have to take care of business tomorrow. You You have everything going for you right now. You have the momentum. The offense is there. The pitching is in your favor right now with your arm strength and your durability and your depth. Everything is in your favor. 
You have to put this one away tomorrow. You have to put this one away. There's no question about You lose tomorrow night. And South Carolina has to roll on out there on Monday, whether that be against Campbell, whether that be against NC State. That doesn't mean USC can't win Monday, right? That doesn't mean they can't win against Monday. But you don't want to get to that point. You don't want to give that team, whoever that is, any hope. And again, I would not rule out Campbell. That's not to say NC State can't beat them again. But this is a Campbell team that looked like they were friggin' dead. They were friggin' dead. And then they hit that grand slam. And after they did that, they hit that grand slam. They tacked on five more runs the next inning. That's a Campbell team that we expected to see in this regional. They weren't there until that grand slam. Until they smacked that grand slam with two outs down 5-1. Again, Central Connecticut State today. They weren't the Campbell team that was there all season long. So what they showed today, especially late, that's a team that I, I wouldn't want to see. I wouldn't want to see. That could be a team you might have to see tomorrow. That could be a team that you have to see tomorrow. And both teams, we talk about the beauty about being in the winner's bracket. Those are two teams that are going to be beat up from a pitching standpoint. And you hope tomorrow, if I'm watching this game as a Gamecock fan, right, Inter Jeff, I'm watching this game tomorrow. I want to see this game. I, I want to see both teams just friggin' tee off, right? I want it to be like a, I don't know, I'm making this up. I want it to be like a 12-8 to eight game. I want this game to be so high scoring. I want both pitching staffs to have to go into their bullpens so that they have no friggin' arms, right? You have to think about some strategy. If you're a coach, you're thinking, all right, if we win, we got it. But at the same time, too, you're trying just to survive. So you want to see these teams just beat the piss out of each other tomorrow. And as you're doing that, shoot. And I see Lynn, yeah, Central Connecticut State ran out of pitchers. That was the thing. We talked about it last night, Lynn. I'm glad you brought that up. Over 220 pitches last night. 220 pitches. Because even though they had one of their pitchers that did not go last night, their ace, and he did a phenomenal job. Look what happened. Look what happened when Central had to go to the bullpen. He got friggin' shellacked. That I mean, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, absolutely. Mike, 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 Mike. You talk about Campbell, man. Uh, I would much rather play Campbell tomorrow in the later game than in the earlier game. But that's just me. Um, that Grand Slam was huge for them. Now they're playing like the Campbell everyone expected. Um, don't let them get hot tomorrow. Like you said, Mike, you want to yeah. see as many runs as absolutely possible in that game tomorrow. Use as much bullpen as you can, and then South Carolina should. I mean, if, if the bullpen depth and, – and it, for Campbell and NC State, it's about average. Looking at the scouting reports for foul balls, it's it's not bad, but it's it's nowhere close to elite. So you – if that game is really high scoring tomorrow. South Carolina is sitting in a perfect position to take it in three. Yeah. And that's what, I mean, all eyes on that game tomorrow, depending, watch, you know, how many pitchers they do go through and just, just eyes on it. See who you're playing and, and, and kind of get a scouting report of how they're playing, how they're feeling too. So to answer John's question in our own Colin Taylor, he is in the, um, post-game press conference with Mark Kingston. 
Nothing yet, but I would assume that he's not going to say who's starting tomorrow because, again, gamesmanship, what's the point of doing that? I would not be shocked to see Becker tomorrow. I think with Sanders, with Sanders, at least this is how I'm thinking, okay? He pitched an inning last night, okay? And we called it a quote-unquote rehab start. To me, you take advantage of having as much time with him as you can and not having to force him in there. So if you throw a guy like Becker out there, which again, we don't know this for certain. Mark Kingston has not said either way right now, but as we do this show at 10 o'clock on Saturday night, I would expect it to be Becker's over Sanders. That doesn't mean it will happen. But what's the point of putting Sanders out there? And if, God forbid, South Carolina does lose tomorrow, you have that option to put Sanders out there on Monday. Or you can have Sanders come out of relief, which, again, when you're talking about depth, even though Sanders only has that one inning coming back from that injury, at the same time, too, you know that he can go the distance, right? If you bring him out of the pen, he's a guy that can get you – you know, more than two innings. He can get you three, four, five innings if needed. And I don't know if they're going to have him on a pitch count. You would expect that coming back from an injury. But even if he is coming back with a pitch count on him, you would expect him to still be able to give you three, four solid good innings, depending on how many pitches there are. So I say that because I would not be shocked to see Sanders not be given the ball tomorrow night. But at the same time, too, whether that be South Carolina using him in relief tomorrow or if South Carolina chooses to use him if needed on Monday. But I I think if you're Kingston right now, you try to stay away from using Sanders as much as you can. Being able to use him in some type of way, right? South Carolina goes up big tomorrow, right? South Carolina goes up big. And that's not to say that I don't trust Sanders going in there if the game's close, but if, if you feel like you're not as confident with him, because again, if he had just pissed down his leg last night against Central Connecticut State, you had plenty of room for wiggle, right? Plenty of wiggle room. Going up against either NC State or Campbell tomorrow, depending on how things play out, if it is a close game, you probably don't have that same luxury. Do you feel as confident with it? Again, South Carolina could lose and you play on Monday, but certainly no one wants to have to play an extra game. I don't know how that plays out. But again, if you're able to get Sanders some extra pitching, whether that be just an inning, whether that be just two-thirds of an inning, any extra pitching that you can give them, especially if South Carolina is able to advance, would be huge. Right, you can't replicate that. You can't replicate that in any type of simulation and practice and whatever the case may be. That inning last night was massive. Central Connecticut State, though, it's not NC State. It's not even freaking Campbell. So again, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, let's, let's answer some of these questions. We'll wrap up. Appreciate again everyone tuning in tonight. If you're just joining us right now, we had former Gamecock outfielder Andrew Eister on the program. A lot of good stuff from ICE. You can watch this show in its entirety on the Gamecock Central YouTube page. If you're a podcast listener, you can go back and listen on the Gamecock Central podcast platform. Both of those platforms are free. 
And again, you can listen to those shows in its entirety. Prediction for tomorrow. Intern Joe, I'm going to let you lead us off. Yeah, sounds good, Mike. I, I think Campbell kills NC State. Um, I think it's going to be eight-ish to about four or five. Um, I think it's just going to be Campbell all the way. NC State might get a little bit later. Um, and then I think South Carolina beats Campbell purely based on the fact of Campbell's pitching running out of gas. Like yep. I said, their their pitching is it's good. It's not great. It's what's the wow factor about Campbell is their bats and how much how many runs they can score and how quickly they can do it. Um, it just concerns me about their bullpen. Depending on how tomorrow's first game goes, um, I'm a little skeptical about that. So I think South Carolina takes that game, the second game of the evening sweep the regional, but not by much. I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. I think it's going to come down to the wire, as in true South Carolina fashion, it always does. I think with tomorrow, and I agree with you, I think Campbell is going to win. And if NC State gets there, I think that experience factor, I think that is something to be concerned about. But I'm going to go with with Campbell. I liked what I saw from Campbell late in the game, and I think that momentum we talked about from with USC, right? We talked about how that momentum played such a huge role with USC being able to generate some runs early. Uh, I mean, look, they, they generated two runs in the third. They generated another four runs in the fifth. They're putting up 19 runs on Friday night. I think Campbell will win against NC State. And at that point, and I'm just looking at what Campbell did today because from a depth standpoint, right, we talk about depth all the time when it comes to pitching. At this time of the year. I want to make sure I have this right here. With what South Carolina has done. Seven. I, I can't state that enough. Seven pitchers is what USC has used so far. With Campbell so far. Campbell used four pitchers today. Okay. The three guys that came in relief. Cummings, Roberts, Rund. They all pitched either one inning or one in a one-third. So they didn't really use their bullpen that much today against NC State yesterday. Campbell used four pitchers. And outside of their starter, same deal. And run, I mean, shoot, run pitched one inning today, one yesterday. Roberts, one inning today, one yesterday. So I say that because... They have guys that aren't afraid to go out there and pitch back-to-back days. And I'm sure, if needed, especially if they're in a situation where they have to play two games tomorrow, meaning that they would beat NC State in the afternoon game before playing South Carolina afterwards, I would not be shocked to see one of those guys go out there again, especially if it's just one inning. So I think if you're South Carolina – Your big thing is this, whether it is NC State, whether it is Campbell, you have to score early. You you think back to Central Connecticut State, and we mentioned this last night, Intern Joe. If there's anything that I could gripe about USC last night, a team that put up 19 runs, 19 runs, there's anything that I can complain about is that it took them a couple innings to capitalize, right? Yeah. You have to. You have to score early if you have runners in scoring position. You have runners on second. You have runners on third. You can't leave guys on the bases, especially in in scoring position. You have to capitalize. That's the stuff. When I think back to two years ago, 
against Virginia and against TCU, right? The biggest issue for South Carolina in 2021 in regional play when they lost two games that were both decided by one run is that they weren't able to capitalize on opportunities when they had runners in scoring position. And that year in particular, that was a team that kind of like Tim Tebow, that's who I equate it to. They were long ball or strikeout. That's what it was. They hit so many friggin' home runs, but they couldn't. They couldn't capitalize on just being able to do the simple things. The simple things. Guy on second and third, one out. Just find a way to drive them in. Find a way to drive them in. This team, yes, they're one of the best when it comes to home runs this season, especially early on in the year. They have to capitalize. They've done much better. Monty Lee has done a tremendous job. I know towards the end of the season, the offense, it, it had its hiccups. I understand that. This team as a whole, the pitching especially. But what they've showed us from a body of work standpoint, it makes me feel more comfortable that they will be able to capitalize on it. And if they can do that, when we're talking after tomorrow, whether that be, you know, and I hope it's after just one game. We don't have to sit here and talk after a second game. We're talking about South Carolina gearing up for a super is because they made the most out of their opportunities when they had runners in scoring position. Yeah, absolutely. Mike. Got to win tomorrow. It's the one, the one focus. It's all you're worried about. Lynn, let me ask you this. And I appreciate you because you've been watching today and you've been watching yesterday. You say, I'll give Campbell way too much credit, especially on a third pitcher. I, I think, look, Lynn, the reality is, is this. I'm not going to be beating the drum on South Carolina quite yet. What they've done through the first two games, and I give them more credit certainly today with what they did against North Carolina State. They haven't done anything yet. They haven't. I, I can't get excited about this team quite yet. Everything they've done is exactly what we expected them to do. Right, I think some of us expected them to play Campbell today. NC State, they did tremendous things yesterday against Campbell. I, I still, and I've said this from the beginning, I think South Carolina would be the team to get out of this region, no question about it. But at the same time, too, just looking ahead, I, I still believe that it will be Campbell tomorrow. And if it's NC State, that's great. But again, you know, we're in a situation here, we're kind of teasing ahead for tomorrow. We're kind of looking ahead. I mean, I, I don't know how you're feeling, Lynn. I still feel like Campbell will be the team that South Carolina will play. And because of that momentum, it it does scare me a little bit. I'm not saying that South Carolina will piss down their leg and they'll lose two games. But out of those two teams, I don't know if I want to play Campbell. I, I really don't. No. I think NC State, again, both teams have something that they bring to the table. I think from a team standpoint, I think NC State would be the team that is better. I feel like when Campbell can get momentum, though, like we saw today with what they were able to do against, let's face it, not a great team in Central Connecticut State, but they were able to get some momentum. And everything that we said about Campbell today with being able to get momentum, we have to look ourselves in the mirror and say, we said the exact same thing about South Carolina last night, right? When they put up 19 runs. If we're going to give credit to Campbell for what they did offensively, it's the same deal with what we said about USC the night before. So I say all that because... Again, we're going to have to wait and see who USC plays tomorrow. But I think if you're USC 
if you're playing a Campbell team, you just have to realize they are a team that if they lay an egg early on the first three, four, five, six innings, they're capable of scoring a bunch of runs at, at, at once. Yes, they're coming from a conference where you should beat them. Let's just call for what it is. The Big South, you should beat them. I know they've that USC has had their hiccups over the last couple of years against Big South teams occasionally, but at the same time, too, you should beat them. This is a Campbell team, though, that you just can't take lightly. And if it is NC State, like I said before, they're a team that has experience. They got friggin' hosed. They got hosed two years ago. They didn't have that opportunity to play Vandy in that double elimination game to go play in the College World Series championship because of the COVID-19 protocol. So that that's where I'm coming from on that. Um, what Lynn say? I like that our 19 runs were mostly scored on hits. I'm so glad that you brought that up, Lynn, because kind of like we were saying, kind of like we were just saying before, comparing this team to 2021, that USC team, it was Tim Tebow. That, that, that's what I equated to. Anyone that went to those Firefly games back in 2017, goodness, feels like it was forever ago. 2017, it was home run or strikeout, and that's what I felt like with that USC team in 2021 because, boy, could they hit the ball out of the park. But when push came to shove, when you needed them the most, when you needed RBIs, when you needed to get on base, that's what it came down to. My nephew was... At Friday, uh, was a Friday night starter in Campbell's conference. They have been overrated. Look, again, South Carolina should beat them. South Carolina should beat either team, whether it be Campbell or NC State. But I think uh, I think Campbell will be the team. And if I'm wrong, hey, whatever. As long as South Carolina can find a way to get out of the region. Any final thoughts, intern Joe, before we wrap things up? Got to win tomorrow. That's it. Got to win, win tomorrow. tomorrow. You heard it right there. And again, if you're just joining us, we're going to wrap things up. If you want to watch this show in its entirety, head on over to the Gamecock Central YouTube page. You can watch our ugly mugs, as well as former Gamecock outfielder, Andrew Eister, who joined us at the beginning of the program. Or if you're a podcast listener, you can listen to it on the Gamecock Central podcast platform. Florida, just taking a peek over in that other regional who South Carolina's paired up with. They lost to Texas Tech tonight. Five to four. The Gators fall five to four despite throwing a run in the ninth inning. Texas Tech scored two runs in the bottom of the eighth to go on to beat the Gators. So Florida will have to play UConn tomorrow at noon before, if they are lucky to beat the Huskies playing Texas Tech, and they'll have to beat them twice. Tomorrow, North Carolina State will play Campbell. That game will be at noon, and the winner of that will play South Carolina at six. In that game, some of you guys already know this, but just a refresher for some that need a reminder. It's a double elimination format. USC is in the winner bracket, winner's bracket. NC State, Campbell, they are in the loser's bracket. Whoever wins tomorrow at noon, they're going to have to beat South Carolina twice. So play tomorrow at 6, and if needed, the game will be played on Monday. If you're South Carolina, you are praying. You are praying that that game does not take place. Uh, one more question I see. Is that game going to be on the SEC Network Plus? I want to get confirmation to make sure that that game is – it's easy for me to say that will be on the SEC Network Plus. I just want to make sure that it's not going to be on SEC Network or ESPN. So I'm going to double-check for you real quick. 
Right now, they don't have it either way. Um, trying to look at this in live time here. I think the safe bet is to say ESPN Plus. Could that get bumped? Certainly, but I would just I would just assume everything's SEC Network Plus right now, Todd. If that helps you out. And then uh, what's this? Pretend whoever we play is George and we wear them out. No question about it. Guys, we appreciate you joining us tonight. We had a big crowd tonight. I know this is just the second time we've done one of these for baseball. We will continue to do, do this tomorrow, uh, win or lose. We will do this all tournament long, these post-game shows. So be sure to join us tomorrow night. Fisher, good to have you on, buddy. We will do this tomorrow night. And uh, who knows? Who knows who we will have as a special guest? We had Jonathan Gilreath on Friday night. We had Andrew Eister tonight. Stay tuned to see who we will have on tomorrow. He's intern Joe. I'm Mike U, but you guys have been watching the GCLI post-game show on Gamecock Central. We'll see you back here tomorrow night, and hopefully we'll be talking about the Gamecocks gearing up for a Super Regional.